Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. If you want to listen live, all you have to do is download the iHeartRadio app and search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Also, if you want to catch this show on video, be sure to check out Zumo TV, channel 719. That's where you can find SportsGrid's Fantasy Sports Network. Enjoy the show, and thanks so much for listening. watching Game Time Decisions. I am Gabriel Morenci, and I'm on the grid, and so is the raging redhead Cam Stewart, as it's COVID craziness uh, Friday uh, today, and it's also yep. pick time decisions uh, as well. So we're going to be throwing it down. Joey Odessa is going to step up, and, and Mick Aussie is going to throw it down with us. We'll get you caught up to date as far as the RBC heritage uh, is concerned, uh, but COVID-19 is the theme of the day uh, today. And uh, we've, we've said it before, we're going to say it again. The coronavirus is a very vindictive virus. It seems to attack people that don't take it seriously. And yes. uh, basically, that's like half of the country uh, right now that's not taking it seriously. And You're like right. half of the country is getting uh, attacked pretty hard. Uh, I'm still waiting for the don't, don't worry, the warm weather will, uh, will wipe it out, <laughs> the crowd. Step that up is the biggest care. bunch of crap okay. I've Look ever heard. Look at the places where it's spiking right now. Arizona, yeah. Florida, Texas. The Can I tell you a story about warm weather? Warm weather incubates things. So when, when that first came out, I'm like, are, are these people this stupid? Like, even I know this. And I'll tell yes. you, Gabe, I wish we could, yes. I wish we yes, could bet on COVID-19 futures. And I, I, I would have had a prediction, too. If you were to tell me, I go, you go name one NFL guy, Ezekiel Elliott would have been my first pick. And in the NHL, Austin Matthews would definitely be one of my top three. It's funny. Everything we're Uh, saying, you said it. Like, I don't know what's going on here. It's like Kreskin, me and you are uh, clairvoyant with this stuff, but nobody's listening. Well, for the record, uh, for the record, me and Jason Gold actually uh, went with this story like two nights ago. Great scoop by Steve Simmons of the Toronto Sun. post, uh, Post media exclusive. Yeah, you mean you ripped it off from the dude in North Dakota with the hockey podcast? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> there, was, there, there was a North Dakota. There's a guy, a former North, North Dakota State Bison uh, hockey player. Good hockey program out there. So, yeah, uh, you know, big, big time player. Uh, he played NCAA hockey, played in the minors and stuff, but he's got a hockey podcast. Bagger or something, hockey bag. I don't know. Yeah, uh, I know what whatever it about. is. He's only got like four or 5,000 followers on Twitter. Uh, but he said, you know, he's got buddies. Everyone knows if you listen to his show, he's got connections in the NHL. He played with a lot of guys in the league, etc. He's got good guests on his show. He's got players on his show. And he tweeted two nights ago. He said, uh, just found out that a couple of big name players that live in Arizona just tested uh, positive for COVID. Well, you don't have to be Matlock or Magnum PI to figure out. Like big name players, Arizona, Arizona late night. If any player yeah. in the league was going to get coronavirus, you knew Austin Matthews was. Like you said, I'll give you another clue. One million. He scared a lady like, right at night. I saw this. Yeah, when I saw this right away, I was like, oh, Austin Matthews has COVID. Exactly. Like, right. Ding 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 yeah. ding ding ding. And uh, the Maple Leafs goalie, Maple Leafs goalie uh, Frederick Anderson. Lives with Austin Matthews right now, Great. so I'd expect him. Great. I would expect him to have it. Uh, doesn't Taylor Hall live out there now? Yes, I, he does. He plays for the Arizona Coyotes. Yeah, 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 yeah. That'll come soon. Yeah. That'll be like. But he said a bunch of big names. 
Oh, boy. Frederick Anderson's not a big name. Taylor Hall is a big name. Austin Anderson's still a pretty big name, but... I would consider well, them all the goalie big names. in the Toronto Maple Leafs. Yes, he's, he's a, big a big name. Yeah. They're all big names, Gabe. He's the goalie for the team. It's it's crazy. <laughs> oh no, it, it really is. It, I, but we said it before. We're going to say it again. The virus isn't gone. Game time decisions radio begins now. Shout out to all of our radio affiliates. I am Gabe Morenz. We're throwing it down with a raging redhead cab. Stewart Fridays are always cool because we've got a lot of picks. And uh, we will have a lot of picks on the program uh, today. Belmont Stakes picks, NASCAR Talladega picks, RBC Heritage picks, UFC Fight Night picks. We've got picks. We've also got Joey Odessa going to step up and in, one of the old school original MMA odds makers. Joey Odessa, he's got a new podcast too, like everybody else. He's got a podcast. Joey Odessa will step up and in. We'll find out about his podcast. We'll find out who he likes. Uh, on Saturday night, UFC, Las Vegas. Uh, Fight Island is still a little ways away. That is if we get there. Total craziness today, guys. If you're just getting caught up uh, to date right now, Philadelphia Phillies, five players, three staff members have to shut down their spring training facility. Toronto Blue Jays shut down their spring training facility. The Tampa Bay Lightning, multiple players, multiple staff members shut down their practice facility. A word uh, out of the PGA is a player tested positive. Nick Watney did withdraw earlier. Now we're seeing Rory McIlroy just said that uh, Nick Watney was was at the golf course today, that they were on the the putting green at the same time. Yeah, well, I don't know what's going on over there, but, you know, we got through one weekend last week, and you knew it was inevitable. Listen, if Nick Watney has it, fine. The question is, who is he around? And who potentially else has it right now? And this tournament could fall apart, and it'd be just your luck, uh, buddy. (laughs) Maybe the way things are going for Cam, everyone's going to fall apart, and then you're going to win. At the end of the tournament, Webb Simpson wins. Yay, I win again. (laughs) (laughs) Webb Simpson, end it. Right (laughs) now, Cam, you got to hope that Webb Simpson takes it seriously and goes right back to his room after the tournament. Like, exactly. He goes right back. He's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I don't want to be around anybody uh, right now. But we we talked about it you know, time and time and time again. I even brought it up. Guys, you really think we said this yesterday? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Baseball teams are going to fly around the country. They can't even keep their spring training. They can't even keep their practice facility open exactly. for 24 hours. Exactly. It's a pandemic. It's called pandemic for a reason. Bring it. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Game time decisions continues. I am Gabriel Morenci. Oh, I should say I'm Oprah Winfrey. Coronavirus for you. Coronavirus for you. Coronavirus for you. Coronavirus for the Philadelphia Phillies. Coronavirus for the Tampa Bay um, Tampa Bay Lightning. Lightning. COVID-19 for the Toronto Maple Leafs. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers. <laughs> and now we almost need a drum roll. And the latest breaking news from moments ago. 
The Clemson Tigers. Clemson Tigers. 28 players. That's half the 28 team. 28 <laughs> players and staff members have tested positive for COVID-19. Great. Uh, uh, this is uh, to say this is a train wreck would be uh, would be an understatement. I don't know. I guess you can say it's positive in the sense that they're these people are all getting it now. But the thing is, it's just going to continue. It's just yes. like so. And, and the thing is, it's like okay, you want to you think all right, well, fine. Everybody's going to get it. It's going to be herd immunity. Yeah, eventually we will get there. That's what has to happen for this virus to sort of fade away. Forget about the vaccine, because you know people don't wear masks. No one's gonna, no one's gonna take that vaccine. Oh no, Bill Gates is trying to kill me, and like all that type of stuff. They're not gonna take the vaccine. So <laughs> Bill Gates is basically, trying to kill me. <laughs> so, so basically, yes. so basically, we need to get to the herd immunity, which is seventy percent. We're nowhere near yeah. that now. But guys, I'm you close. get the herd immunity. That's a lot of deaths along the way. I know nobody seems to care. But it's a lot of deaths. It's like, oh, yeah, by the way, people are going to die. Like, quite a lot of people will die getting to this herd immunity. Guys, uh, Sweden tried this, okay? Remember, Sweden was the only Scandinavian country that didn't close uh, everything down. They, they took the, no, nah, we're good. We'll socially distance, we'll, but we'll keep everything open because we don't want to crush our economy. And, yeah, whatever, man. They kept things open. They have cam like 13 times the death rate of their neighbors. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So we're at the point here. You can value. What do you value more? You value the dollar or do you value human life? It's pretty clear that the dollar is sort of winning uh, right now. But the problem is, guys, the economy will never grow back if we're in a constant state of a pandemic. All right. Excellent points. I'm yep. not a doctor. I don't have to be. Look at the countries that took it seriously, very seriously, shut down, were militant about it. They, these are the countries that are now holding sporting events for 40,000 people. South Korea. New Zealand. Yeah. North, exactly. Look at Korea. Well, Korea, no fans, but Korea had coronavirus on the first day, the same day exactly. the United States did. These guys are already 40 games into their baseball season right now, and society is open, yet now they're having second waves. The thing is, we're never going to get to the second wave because we're still in the first wave. You know what I'm saying? It's like the 12-step program. Basically, like a lot of these states can skip from two to steps like Seinfeld. Yeah, it's easy to get to step nine if you just skip over to the other seven of them. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> I didn't make amends to all the people who I, I called idiots when I was wasted. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's the thing. It does a 12-step program doesn't work if you don't follow each and every step. You're so right, Marantz. That's the best. Death. That was the best <laughs> line when he said, you know what? I'm not sorry. He goes, I'm sorry yeah. that your big pumpkin-sized head wouldn't have fit through my finely knit cashmere sweater. <laughs> <laughs> It's great, great stuff. So, and you, we could argue and say, listen, it is. I guess you could say it's sort of a good thing if Clemson twenty-eight players get it now; they're not going to get it in September. Yet, what about the coaches? And there's still other players. And how do they prepare for the season? Because now these guys going to have to shut everything down for a couple of weeks. Now there's a story out of Los Angeles. And I heard Scotty Farrell talking about this uh, right before we came on. 
about yeah. how they're actually there's a there's an emergency meeting now type of stuff. Like as we speak, the UCLA players are meeting with the coaching staff as the UCLA players don't feel as if though that they're safe. They don't think that the coaching staff is taking it seriously. They don't think that there's the protocols. And, and you know what, Cam? I believe these kids. I wouldn't trust Chip Kelly either. Would you? Would you trust Chip Kelly with your life? He's going to say, shut up, kid. (laughs) Otherwise, you're not going to be the starter. You know, and you know, that's the way these coaches will operate. If you complain about this, you're a wuss. You're not tough enough for the team type of stuff. That's going to be their new attitude. Yeah, that's what I told Pharrell after the update. I'm like, I said the exact same thing. Chip Kelly, thinking he cares about kids. He cares about building a football program there. Cares about his legacy. If I'm a player on that team, think about this too, Gabe. Not getting paid to play something. You could have health effects in the future for getting it. You're not even getting paid. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You're, you're not getting paid to do something. You're damn right I want a third party's opinion. You think I'm going to trust this guy? No way. I'm with you. And man, they 100%. want you to sign. I love it. A like waiver. You don't get paid, and you sign a waiver saying if you get sick, you're on your own. Yeah. There's this, like, I, if I was a college basketball player, there's no way in hell I'm playing. No way in hell. And keep your eye on this. We're not, we're not even at the college basketball stuff yet. Keep your eye yeah. on this. Cam, college basketball players is different, bro. They can sit out one year and go to the NBA. They can go train. There's, like, uh, the IMG Academy. There's, like, different academies, Cam. It's a bunch of former NBA guys. You scrimmage every day against NBA ballers. They are, let's work on your post game. Let's work on your shot. You know what I mean? Like, hey, Glenn Rice is our three-point specialist here. He shows you, all right, this is your footwork's off here. Exactly. Like, you you don't have to go to college, right? And now, so you want me to sign up? Imagine you're going to the NBA. You know you're going to be going to the NBA, and everyone does. These high school kids know. It's not like the NFL, so they know. If you're a stud, you know, all right, I'm going to be in the NBA next year. You know you're going to the NBA. I'm going to go play for Kentucky or Duke for free. Yep. Be exposed to the virus on a daily basis and sign a waiver stating if anything happens to me that I'm screwed, I'm on my own, when I have like a – $92 $92 million shoe contract waiting for me in nine months. There's no way in hell I would play college basketball. I wouldn't even consider it. It'd be like, no, no I'm out. Like I'd, like, I'd be on the phone now. If I was like, dude, Kentucky, remember you and I talked about it months ago. Uh, Calipari's a great guy. He told the kids, just go. He goes, I advise you to leave now. He said, I wouldn't hang around for this season. And they got mad at Calipari. They're like, what are you doing telling the kids to leave for? That's why players go play for him, Cam, because he's honest with them. He says, go to the NBA. Go go develop in a, in a developmental like camp and get ready for the NBA. Go to the G League because the college basketball season is going to be a mess. All right? The college football season is going to be a mess. Yet people don't care. Cam, people don't care. I said it before and I'll say it again. If 9-11 happened now, people would say, well, you know what? Uh, 80% of the people in the tower were over 55 anyways. Right? It's ridiculous. I'm telling you, our society has changed, Cam, to the point, as you see it firsthand, people do not care about other people's pain. Like, there's no empathy anymore. We've been desensitized no, to it. You figure, like, hey, wow, there's going to be 200,000 dead people. Oh, the flu kills people. It's like, we're in the biggest pandemic in over 100 years, and people, Cam, still don't believe it. 
At some point, I say, you know what? Die. It's not my problem. But your stupidity causes the rest of the world to be closed all the time. That's the problem. You and I called this. We said, all you bozos in Texas and Georgia that are running around, we called this two months ago, don't be surprised when there's no Dallas Cowboy football guys in September because of your actions in, in May. All right? That's how this stuff works. What you're doing to people, and we talked about this months ago, you can't be some kind of fine. It has to be jail time. If you have coronavirus knowingly and doing all these things and get somebody sick and they die, and to your to your other point about college, I agree 100%. Imagine one of these kids gets sick, Gabe. They don't have health insurance. How much does it cost for a hospital visit for coronavirus? You could be out a couple hundred grand. These kids don't even get paid. $32,000. ridiculous. Kim, yeah. $32,000 yeah. for three days in New York City. Unbelievable. Thirty-two yeah. grand? You're tapped. Yeah. You're broke. Now what do you What do you think I left? Exactly. It's very expensive. I, was like, I don't have thirty-two thousand dollars. <laughs> no, you don't. Dude. Yeah, yeah. A 10, 10 day stay in the hospital with coronavirus in New York City set you back one hundred twenty-eight thousand dollars. Oh my God. Same time decisions continues. Pharrell on the bench. I cannot get enough of open mic night at the golf course and the OK Corral and golfers dropping bombs on the course. It's fantastic. It's better than the Bundesliga with all the German cussing I'm hearing. The Sports Grid Network. You're watching Sports Grid. Get on the grid. Hey, sports fans, Cam Stewart with your Sports Grid news and betting update. You want that capping edge, get on the grid. Not a good day for today's sports. MLB, NFL, NHL, and the PGA all testing positive for coronavirus. First in baseball, five players on the Phillies and staff members have tested positive for coronavirus at their facility in Clearwater. The Blue Jays played, uh, were hanging with the Phillies, too. They closed their spring training facilities in Dunedin after a player exhibited symptoms. Uh, both facilities both closed today. Florida reporting 3,800 new COVID-19 cases, a new single-day record. The Tampa Bay Lightning in the NHL shutting down their training facilities in phase two of the NHL's return to play plan. Multiple people in their organization had positive tests. The NHL training camps set to open on July 10th and the Toronto Maple Leafs star Austin Matthews, another victim, he tested positive for coronavirus today. UFC President Dana White, uh, he made it clear. He said with all the positive cases today, he is getting his promotion ready for another lockdown. And a member of the San Francisco 49ers also tested positive. We had Houston, Texas, and Dallas Cowboys players, including Zeke Elliott, earlier testing positive. Rather than building a bubble, as Dr. Fauci suggested, the NFL's ecosystem models for each team is the belief that will help coronavirus throughout the league. This from Alan Sills, the chief medical officer for the National Football League. He says he's still optimistic the NFL will kick off in fall, but admitted it wouldn't be football as usual. As Gabe broke this story, 28 Clemson Tigers now with coronavirus. President Donald Trump called out Dr. Fauci today. Dr. Fauci saying he's skeptical about the league's return. Trump said, hey, don't worry about it. The NFL has a plan and it's safe and controlled opening and expects the league to kick off in the fall. And he added, if he do not stand for the anthem, he will not watch the games. An eighth team will reportedly be included in Jamal Adams' NFL wish list along with the seven initial clubs. Add Tampa Bay and Tom Brady's team to that list. Tampa joins the Cowboys, Ravens, Texans, Chiefs, Eagles, Niners, and Seahawks on his wish list. Some positive news today. Thank God. Golden State Warriors star Klay Thompson has been cleared to train without restrictions on his left knee. He'll be a full participant in summer activities. First time in NBA history, the league has given its employees paid time off on Juneteenth. 
Juneteenth commemorates the end of slavery in the United States, but the days have yet to be recognized as a national holiday. We got some other uh, news, too, on the golf course today. It's round two of the PGA's RBC Heritage and uh, from Hilton Head, South Carolina, Webb Simpson, back-to-back smooth 65s. He's in the clubhouse. He leads at minus 12. Red-hot Bryson DeChambeau as well, just one shot off the pace at minus 11. Projected cut or under. And Nick Watney, he had to draw, and it's been reported that he is the first player in golf with coronavirus. NASCAR, Texas Motor Speedway race July 19th. We'll have fans. I'm Cam Stewart. Now back to Gabe Morenci on Game Time Decision. Game Time Decisions continues. I am Gabe Morenci throwing it down with the raging red hat. Cam Stewart, Joey Odessa will join us uh, momentarily. We'll talk some UFC as the UFC is the one uh, sport uh, that has been um, uh, been stepping up and in uh, on a on a weekly basis, and that's one of the reasons why they've been able to to do it because they can have an event, they can bring everybody in, get everybody out, and then sort of do it, you know, try to pull it off and do it all over again. It's a completely different situation, man. When you have thirty teams um, with you know twenty five guys on a team, players, twenty three players, twenty five players, then twenty five staff members and coaches. Um, sports has some serious issues right now, and everybody wants to blame Dr. Fauci. All right, uh, Dr. Fauci didn't. Um, Dr. Fauci isn't the one that is that is the one that is in denial. Uh, we're seeing that the various state governors are in denial, including the governor of the state uh, of the man that joins us uh, right now, Ron DeSantis. Now, Ron DeSantis doesn't join us. Uh, Joey Odessa does. <laughs> Thank you for joining us, Gover- Governor Odessa. How you doing? <laughs> that's, a, that's a good title. I like it. I'm good. How you, like you doing? That? What's up, Cam? What's happening, Joey? No, it is a good title. Actually, Governor Odessa sounds good. It kind of rolls off the tongue, Gabe. Yeah, Governor <laughs> Odessa. It's a governor. <laughs> I have more confidence in you uh, with, with, oh, with my too. safety than I do with Ron DeSantis, but... That's uh, stay safe, Joey. Because I, I, community, I know what the people want. You know. Yeah, yeah, exactly. They want winners. That's what the people want here. Yeah. <laughs> that's what. They, that's what they're Money. making offer. Money. Money and winners. Yes. Money. All right. So let, let's get into it. Lines uh, that we're using, of course, courtesy of FanDuel, the official sports book of Game Time Decisions. Edge Sports Rage Late Night Main Event. Curtis Blades. Minus 440 right now against uh, Alexander Drago Volkov. And, of course, you and I remember Volkov, old school Joey, from the Bellator uh, days. Curtis Blades, and I appreciate Curtis Blades. I appreciate his honesty on Twitter. He said, uh, he tweeted out yesterday, he said, for those of you that are looking forward to an entertaining 25-minute war on Saturday night, don't hold your breath. I'm going to ragdoll this guy, and I'm going to kill him early. So Curtis Blades is pulling a Babe Ruth, Joe. He's pointing to the outfield, although a lot of people said that he was pointing to a chick with a big rack. Um, but he's calling his shot, and he's saying he's gonna he's gonna wreck him. I think he does, and you know I think it's like minus one forty TKO KO, Joey. What's your take on the main event uh, here? UFC Fight Night, Blades Volkov. Hold on a second, Jake. I think. Uh, let me stop that. Okay, I think that uh, that's the that's the bagel phone there, the governor phone. Um, I think that. Uh, I think <laughs> hold, on, hold, on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. racing. Oh, that was that's great. great. So between your phone and Cam Stewart yelling "Come on!" for under his breath during the show all the time. This, yeah, you guys it's a horse racing show. Sure. 
Kev, you got to have that horse. You got to get that ringtone, buddy, Kev. How do you not have oh, that I, got, I didn't even know. I didn't even know they had, like, the horse racing uh, ringtone. You're damn right I'm going to get it. That's amazing. Okay, All right, sorry, John. Prosperity ahead. <laughs> yes. I like it. I like it. All right, so what do you think of the main event, Joey? I think the number, you know, I mean, the number's right now. You know, in the minus 400 range, <clears throat> I think Blades was a bargain when he was around minus 200. I think he wins this fight. I mean, if you're going to, you know, I can't see laying 400 simply because, you know, I again, but I'm not big about laying, uh, you know, I don't like boxing myself in with props. I mean, Blades might lay on him for, you know, for five rounds. It's very possible. I mean, we're doomed. I thought we're doomed beat him, you know, and then he got caught. He had him beat. And, uh, you know, Volkov hasn't been stopped, I don't think, since he fought that Minikov in Bellator back, like, almost 10 years ago. And, you know, I don't know how on the up and up that fight was, two Russians fighting each other. It was kind of shady, I thought, but, you know, <laughs> hindsight. I think Blades beats him, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, 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 was a, that was a shady card. Remember that all-Russian card, Joey, in Jersey that night? Oh. Well, that, that was, like, the attempted shadiest ever made card ever. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, they, they had Quentin Jackson and Joey Beltran headlining that, that night, I, I remember. And uh, it was, you know, the Russians did, you know, the, I'm not saying the Russians did business that night, but, you know, it didn't look good. <laughs> I know I know a story, basically, uh, about Fedor's brother. What was his brother? Alexander? What was his brother's name? The other Emilienko. Uh, he was uh, a fighter, too. Emilienko. Yeah, exactly. Alexander. Yep. So. He's fighting, and remember our boy Brendan Fife, uh, Cam. So Fife yeah. is doing the score fighting series. And doing a pretty yeah. good job, too. He was building it up, that score fighting did. series. And yep. um, so he, he had a card with, with Alexander Emilienko. And, dude, it's like 10 minutes before he's supposed to fight. And basically, the manager rolls up to them, and he's like, listen, we need another $25,000. And Brendan's like, we have a deal. He's like, we have a contract. Yeah. We have a deal. And uh, Emilienko's manager looked at him and said, we change deal. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Joe, you know what I'm we saying? Like, deal. <laughs> you know who's managing those guys, Joe? What are you going to do, right? Like, we change deal. Like, it's, you know, <laughs> change. As you stated, yeah. Dude, dude, there was a Russian soccer story today. I wish I would have known this before the game. The entire team got coronavirus, all right? The, wow. the entire team got coronavirus, except they were playing a team that's owned by Putin. And they couldn't cancel the game, so instead of forfeiting the game, they, um, they rolled out a youth league team. The last I saw was 8-1. <laughs> rolled out a youth league team. Yeah, 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 yeah. They, it was teenagers oh, against wow. the best team, the best team, like one of the best teams in the Russian league. Like, God, I found out about it like halfway through the game. It was already 6-1. I'm like, oh, I don't know how they scored a goal. But anyways, yeah, Russia. Anyways, all right, Joey. Uh, I was going to say. Right up there with that ping pong, right? <laughs> yeah. You can't trust anything anywhere anymore. <laughs> all right, so. Uh, Curtis Blades. Crafty. I was. Um, I, said, I gave this earlier in the week. It was minus 140. I said, listen, Curtis Blades. Method of victory, KO, TKO, FanDuel, minus 140. It's now minus 190. So, and I hear what Joey's saying. I hate that, too. Nothing worse than, like, if you win the fight, but, oh, I need it in four, three and a half rounds. It's like, oh, God. Like, it just, it really, 
So Curtis Blades, good parlay material. He's not losing, but it's a good point. Volkov can take a beating. So, like, Blades has to murder him to finish it, but I think he can, actually. I think he can. All right, Joey, so uh, talk to me about the uh, – let's talk about this Bobby Green and Clay Guida uh, fight. Uh, we talked about it earlier in the week. Weird fight. You got a guy that sort of an overachiever and Clay Guida, full of energy, and you know. Uh, and then you got a guy, not the most talent, but Clay Guida's gotten by. Then you got Bobby Green, Joey, who's got a ton of talent, but he talks in the ring. He doesn't let it go. He's very moody. I know his brother passed away, was murdered, so you know, I'm not calling him out, but he has, like, personal issues. You never know what Bobby Green you're getting, Joey, in the cage. What's your take on this one? You know, this fight with Guida and Green and uh, the Jim Miller fight, a, a guy, I was talking to a guy, and he said something that made some sense. He said he was talking to one of these veterans. I won't out the veteran, but that was fighting in the UFC. And, he, and he, you know, the veteran was a, a reasonably-sized underdog, and he said, well... If I don't win, at least I'll get that shit, you know, if I don't get the win money, I still got the bonus coming, the Reebok money. And it just kind of, like, that resonated with me, and I'm sitting back, and, and I look at these guys, and I, you know, I don't want to say they're beat before they go in there, or they're willing to settle before they go in there, but that's kind of the feeling I'm getting, and a lot of these older veterans coming back, I mean, you know, people say they're coming back for a payday. I'm not saying they're coming back for a payday, but I'm saying that losing doesn't mean as much to them these days. I mean, for Christ's sake, Clay Guida's got 19 losses on his record. Yeah, yeah, you know, exactly. Bobby Green's got yeah. 10 losses. And I'm not taking anything away from these guys because they were, they were beasts in their time. But, you know, they're getting a little long in the tooth. I, I can't bet either fight. Um, so what about Roosevelt Roberts? Parlay material with Curtis Blades, I guess, with a parlay playing pukes out there, including myself. I better put the bib on, Cam. I put the bib on. Give me some, some puking. <laughs> parlay playing pukes. I love it. I saw a drunk guy, man. I saw a drunk guy last night, man. Just unload on the sidewalk. like What, on Hastings? Uh, no, nah, I was on Robson and, uh, Oh yeah. Okay. Just uh, no nice area too. And like, especially in the COVID area, like people don't want to see people like just like he was gone. Like it was like a fire hose. And then it, right after too, you reminded me of our boy Haynes, who might be watching the show right now, right after he was done, Cam sort of like yeah. gathered himself and lit up a smoke and just walked off oh, casually. <laughs> You would have liked yeah, the guy. He had like a Hawaiian shirt on. Like you should oh, see yeah. the wardrobes out here, right? It's like it throws me off. I'm like, oh yeah, I'm in the Pacific Northwest now. You got punk That's rockers right. and Hawaiian shirts and like uh yeah. More chill. I lit a smoke, like yeah, he's all red faced, just walked away, going back to the bar uh, after the fact. All right, sorry, Joey. Just had to get that get that off my chest. Um see so yeah, I'm gonna look at the Roosevelt. So Roosevelt Roberts and uh and Curtis Blades uh parlay. Minus 139. You know, the best Jim Miller beats the best Roosevelt Roberts. And, I, you know, I mean, it, sometimes these guys do come out and shine. I'm not saying that, they're, you know, that it's all dead money. And I'm not saying that, you know, again, that Clay or Jim Miller can't win. It, it's more probable that both lose. But if I have to put a parlay out there, it's not going to have Roosevelt Roberts in it. All right, Joey Odessa kicking it. With, no, I know that's. That's the thing. You get these fighters that are bigger favorites. You know what it reminds me of? It's almost that when Alexander Hernandez, that kid, was fighting um, Cowboy Cerrone. 
And I'm like, yeah, Cowboy Cerrone's not Cowboy Cerrone anymore. But Cowboy Cerrone's better than Miller is now, but you know what I mean? I was like, this kid shouldn't be this big of a favorite. I hear what you're saying, but Jim Miller is pretty done. But, you know, you're putting money on, uh, you're putting money on Roosevelt Roberts. Try to hang in here, Joey. We'll get Joey's picks on the other side. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Game time is in continues. I am Gabriel Morenson. We're throwing it down with the Raging Redhead. Cam Stewart, Mick Aussie will join us later for you AFL uh, betters out there. Round three of the AFL. Last week was insane, man. Like, Dogs. stupid crazy. It's like, oh, yeah, yeah. Like, my West Coast Eagles were, like, 30-point favorites, and they lost by 44. Like, <laughs> that, that, that's like, seriously. Cam, there was, like, a 74-point swing discrepancy. No, no. That's and, wild. Dude, no, it's it's literally like Clemson being thirty-two point favorites, and not only did they lose, they lost by forty-four points. They lost to Gold Coast, who are terrible, terrible. Oh yeah, but anyways, we'll we'll save that for later. We got Joey Odessa with us uh, right now. All right, Joe, let's get let's get into these fights. Joey says doesn't trust Roosevelt Roberts. I understand. There's other better uh, fights on the card. Bilal Muhammad, Lyman, good. Muhammad's minus 126 mm-hmm. right now. Lyman good fight. is plus 104. Uh, Shane Burgos and Josh Emmett, guys. That's yeah, that's probably the, that's the fight that, besides the main events, the fight that a lot of people are looking forward to. Burgos is an entertaining fighter, but all Emmett does is win. Joey, interesting fight. What's your take on that one? We broke it down earlier in the weekend. To me, I got to go with a guy that I think has a, a better fight IQ and a guy that can score some takedowns. Along the way, and that's Josh Emmett as an underdog. What's your take on that one? Oh, I, I like Burgos there. <laughs> I don't mean to go against it, G. I, I think, uh, you know, if you look at Emmett, he's a New York bias. In a, a big KO puncher and everything, but, you know, these these stats guys will see this. I mean, he's, a, he's only three of his last bouts, he's won by KO. I mean, sure, you get that, you know, whatever they call it, that recency bias, you know, it's fresh in your head, but they're pitching him as the knockout artist. I think Shane Burgos, you know, he's a, he's a New York guy, Monroe Woodbury High School, I believe, in uh, Section 9, Hudson Valley. I know the area well. I think Burgos is going to beat him, and it's not just that I, you know, that I'm winning, you know, because I'm favoring him because of where he's from. You know, he's only got that one horse to Qatar. He got knocked out in the third round. You know, he's been in with some punchers. I think that uh, I like Burgos here. I think Burgos can, uh, you know, last three rounds and win a decision. You know, it's interesting. It's a good point that you raised as far as Emmett, because Emmett was never a knockout guy, right? Um, he was never a knockout guy. He changes uh, weight classes and then suddenly finds some power. I hope, and I, you know, I tell you what, we're going to be, in, I'm going to be in trouble if we take Emmett and he does get into a stand-up war, like you, you know, hopefully he doesn't take off oh, and knock Burgos out because you're gonna that plays right into Burgos's hands. Uh, Burgos, um, as I knew Joey, and I was just kidding. Joey would bet against the New Yorker can, but of course Burgos yeah. is a New Yorker. And Joey drops what high school he went to. I knew that was coming. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Little Hudson Hudson Valley. Um, all right, yeah, the so. Catskills. You're leading with Shane Burgos uh, there. 
So what what do you look uh, what are you looking for on this card, Joey? For the people tuning in uh, right now, we got people saying, "All right, uh, bagels, we're looking for some winners here." What are you looking at? What do you like on this card? I tell you what, on, in on a week's notice, less than a week's notice, Max, Max Roskopf. I've been I've been been raving about this kid all week. Trains over with Kotor, trains with Drysdale. He's in on late notice against Austin Hubbard, the kid that uh, that Madsen beat. That uh, you know the Denmark fighter beat, and uh, Hubbard had a good third round, a great third round, but he couldn't get Madsen out of there in the third round. And this kid, I'm going to tell you, this kid is this kid is tough, man. This kid's in shape, he's ready to go, and uh, you know, rarely do I make a play early in the week, but I knew people would get hip to it, you know, because uh, he wrestled for NC State. I don't think he ever All American. He won an ACC title, but this kid is tough, and he's in shape year round, and I think he's going to beat Austin Hubbard. And you know, earlier in the week it was a well, they opened it to pick him. I don't know what they were thinking, um, but that number was like a you know it might as well have just been on a in a newspaper. You know I don't think anybody could have really bet that pick'em number, but uh, when he got to like 160, he got bet pretty good. Now he's sitting around a two to one, two to one, one at minus 185. Uh, Vegas was a little lower on him; they had like minus 175. But I tell you what, I had him penciled in at like minus two and a quarter, minus 250. I think this max is going to be the real deal. All right, I like where you're going with that. And I don't know what's up, Cam. Uh, another another Hubbard in the cupboard here. Yeah, another no, another Hubbards lately. Exactly. What about, Bar- uh, what about Barrio, Gabe? What about uh, the fight? We're uh, de- desperate fight, the Pickham fight there. Yeah, Mark Andre like Barrio. Yeah, from, uh, from Gatineau, from uh, Hull, Quebec, Ottawa, the Ottawa region. This, this, I think Bar- I think Barrio wins. What do you think? Surprise you? I like the Canadian here. Yeah, of course. You're a smart man, nice. Joey. Yeah, yeah, very smart. Go with the smart. French yeah, yeah. Come on. What high school did he that go is... to, Gabe? You're from up there. Yeah, Gatineau I High. I thought it was pretty good. I just told you he's from Gatineau Hall. Like, uh, <laughs> uh, you know, he went to uh, Hall High School. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Hall High. Hey, hey, Hall, I Hall High. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, no. I, I don't know what high school was. But I know, I, I'll tell you what. I know he's been in there against tougher opponents, Joey, and he's battled. You know what I mean? He like what is he zero three in the UFC? He's he's been thrown in there. He's battled. He's gone to decisions and stuff. It, it almost listen. It reminds me of the Tyson Nam fight from last week in a sense. I know they're not the same fighters, but I mean, like Nam had never won in the UFC before. It was like they're giving him a guy he could beat. I didn't think he would beat him in ten seconds or whatever the hell it was last week. Uh, but he beat him right away, beat him easily. This is it for Barrio. And, you know, he probably wouldn't even be getting a fight now if it wasn't for COVID. Uh, but it is what it is. I'm leaning with Barrio here, though, Joey. Desperate fighter. Kid's career is on the line here in the UFC. Give me the, give me the desperate fighter. He's a better fighter, I think. Yeah, he fought Jocko pretty tough. Um, you know, Jocko, Polish fighter. This kid's from Poland too. I, you know, I think if uh, this Os- Oscar Pichota kid doesn't get uh, doesn't get the Canadian out of there early, I think that uh, Barado win a decision. Uh, what do you think about the um, What do you think about the Lyman Good fight? Lyman Good and Bilal you know, Muhammad. Yeah, I, I I don't know. I think there's a lot of emotion going on here with Lyman Good. Uh, I I don't know. I I don't know if he had some personal 
things going on in his life. I, I don't know, but I, I think Muhammad wins this fight. I think Muhammad will squeak it out. I think it might be close. You know, these split decisions have been torture. I mean, they're happening in boxing every week, majority decision, split decision, on top rank on ESPN. And the UFC is polluted with it, too. You know, behind closed doors, I mean, there's really no – there's nobody to boo some of these bad decisions, and they're happening. <laughs> Yeah. A, a close decision could like happen here. I, I like Muhammad, though. <laughs> it's a good point, Joe. The judges get to walk out of the, the, the arena yeah. after. With no, no, no not accountable. Tell them they suck throwing a bottle at them. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. You actually could, though, because, you know. You know yeah, you know, know who the, yeah, you, you could. You yeah. could. You know what the EPL guys with the soccer in England, they have, like, a ton of cops outside the stadium. Oh, Sheffield got hosed in that game with the with the replay game. You, you want to break the ref, you throw the bottle at the ref, they score a goal, they don't even count the thing with video replay. Like, come on now. That was horrible. Technology, uh, technology's never wrong, Cam. Come on. You're, technology, uh, the technology <laughs> spoke. I can't wait to talk next week with Joey Odessa. As our, our main man, Joey, Gian Volante is, uh, is on the card. <laughs> <laughs> he's going to heavyweight uh, too, right? Be him. <laughs> he's he's, oh, he's, he's, he's green, right? Oh, uh, you know what? I mean, best Joey. We need a fight: Volante versus Strew, Odessa versus Marenzi. It's settled once and for all. Fight <laughs> <laughs> ending a draw. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, Joey, it'll be a simultaneous knockout. They'll both get no knocked contact, out at the same you know, time. Just, yeah, they'll both like, ah, there's no winner. They both, no, no, not even a draw. They both just, okay, uh, yeah. Remember that happened to Gray Maynard, my boy Gray Cam. Gray and, uh, who was it? It was Diaz. <laughs> Basically, they, they both went down, Cam, literally at the same time, but it was right out of, like, Monday Night Raw. Maynard yeah. sort of landed on top of him at like a second after. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Like, they both went down. Knocked out. Like, the first guy up. They both, but yep. Diaz sort of hit it first. It was like, and then Maynard like clumps on top of him. And then after, they're like, Maynard wins. <laughs> 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 it was like, poor Gray. It's like a uh, WWE ending. Why yeah, not? no, it really was. It was, it was on the Ultimate the Fighter, right? Wasn't it? I think it was in the house. It was in the in, in that warehouse or whatever. I think it was one of those fights. Um, all right, so what are we missing uh, here? What are we missing on this card, Joe? We got Raquel Pennington and uh, Marion Renault. What do you think of that one? Pennington coming back. She's a pretty tough chick, Pennington. Yeah, I mean, I you know these women's fights are tough because you don't know what you know. I I just feel that the judges judge them differently. Um, I've seen some real you know. I mean, every time they go to this, well, maybe it's because they go to decision all the time. But I'm not confident with a lot of these women's fights. I tell you, there are uh, a lot of people bet this Warren Murphy. Uh, this uh, Roxanne opened up like a dollar sixty, I guess, and it's down to uh, what is it near Pickham right now? Yeah, it's about a Pickham, but you know, I'm seeing so many bet people betting this Warren Murphy and. Man, I, you know, I, damn me for saying it, but at some point, looks matter. And I, I just think that some of this judging is just, you know, it's just that bad. And I don't know. I think that uh, that has split decision written all over, and I'm not going to fall in that trap. You know, Warren Murphy's like, a lot I, of dogs. It should win, but. I like what you just sort of slipped in. What you're, what you're trying to say, Joe, is true that Roxanne Montefiore, and she's a fan favorite uh, cam. Yeah, she doesn't look like Paige Van Zandt, bro. 
We'll put it that yeah, way. Like Joey just exactly. stated, like looks matter. Yeah. She's fighting an uphill battle, bro. Like, you know what I mean? Like the well, Leon Murphy's fighting an uphill battle. I mean, I'm just I mean, yeah, all right. She looks like she was chasing a Budweiser truck and it slammed on the brakes. You know, it just doesn't work for me. <laughs> I mean Wow. Be truthful here. Wow, that was wild. Uh, uh, the, uh, the other women fight there, that Robertson, uh, that one's a pick of there, Joey. Do you have any opinion on that one? Robertson. Oh, against Courtney Casey? Yeah, Casey Robertson, uh, yeah. You know, I, I, I like Courtney Casey there. If I had to put a gun in my head, I'd bet Courtney Casey. But again, I'm telling you, these split these these women's fights have split decision written all over them. Uh, you know, I want to bet this girl from uh, from AKA to beat Tisha Torres, uh, Van Buren. Now, there's a fighter that at Pickham or, you know, $1.50 or something or below, I'd probably pull the trigger on. And I always say just bet winners. But again, the judging's got me kind of creeped out here on uh, on some of these fights. And, you know, I'm staying away from the women fights this week. I'm going to see how they play out, you know, behind closed doors. Brianna Van Buren. Van Buren, yeah. Yeah. Doesn't sound like a chick's name that would fight. Oh, I know. Like, sounds like like, uh, like a a Danish prince, princess. Yeah, yeah. Brianna Van Buren. Megan Markle's friend. Oh, Megan Markle's friend, PMC, Brianna Van Buren, a Van Buren (laughs) chain. Like, you know what I mean? Like, (laughs) the Van Buren Hyrus. Like, you know what I mean? Like, what's Milhouse? She's tough. The Van Houten. She's tough. Milhouse Van Houten. Yeah, no, she's tough. Brianna Van Buren's tough, but she's up to minus 235. She's going to beat Tisha Torres. She's going to beat her, but it's dangerous to lay that number. All right, Joe, we got less than a minute left. So you and the Philly Godfather got a great podcast going on. Where can people find it, Joey? What's it called? Uh, follow the money. Jonathan Coachman, John John Bradshaw, Layfield, Philly Godfather. Uh, you know, we started it up. And we're going to see what happens with it. All right, man, Bradshaw, that's great stuff. Wow. That's some heavyweights there. And the coach. Guys, yeah. Yeah, I love it. And the, and, the, and the coach. Great, great stuff, Joey. All right, great, great stuff uh, here tonight. Thanks for the insight. Great hit. Thanks a lot for taking All the right, time guys. to be with us. We'll see you online. You can follow Joey on Twitter, at MMA Odds on Twitter, at MMA Odds. Nice and simple. Joey Odessa. Thanks, Joey. Good one, guys. Joey Odessa uh, with us. Yeah, Joey. Great ring great stuff. for the governor. Oh, yeah. I thought he was like, oh, wait, I was here. I thought he was like, oh, he has to get a race, a pick in, too. He's like, oh, it was post-time. I thought it was post-time. He had the horse racing network up. Game time to continue. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Game time decision continues, uh, as does the golf dominance on this program. Cam Stewart with Daniel Berger last week. I gave you, he gave you Daniel Berger at 71. We gave you Bryson DeChambeau top 10 at plus 280. And both me and Cam, well, the rest of the uh, handicapping world, and I, you know, I heard them. I saw them. I heard them. We had some of them on our shows. Um, everybody stayed away. Well, Webb Simpson didn't play well last week. And it's amazing, Cam. That's how I make my money betting football. Um, in which people people bet in what they saw last week. 
I don't bet what I saw last week. I'm betting what I expect to happen this week. Last week is last exactly. week. That has nothing to do with this week. And, yep. you know, you you were all over it. You brought it up, and I, I was on board as well. Because last week, that was the only golfer that you liked last week that tanked. And that was the golfer that I liked. I only liked two guys last week, DeChambeau and, uh, and Webb Simpson. Both of them top 10. One of them hit. But Webb Simpson, I knew he was going to bounce back this week. He was 30 to 1. You and I talked about it. Then someone hammered it at FanDuel. It went all the way down to 23 to 1, which is a pretty big line move yep. for a guy to go from 30 to 23. And uh, right now, uh, right now he's in the clubhouse at uh, 12 under. Yeah, we got the hey, look who's look who's on the leaderboard. We got uh, Webb Simpson at 12 under. D Shambeau again. For all you critics yeah. out there, oh, plus 175, top 10 for let him. Me, let, me, let me tell you something about Bryce D Shambeau. Don't worry about how big he is. He has a different swing. Guys, ride him. And I talked about it with Craig Martin and a couple other loyal listeners and viewers, Gabe. I have bet him at the Masters right now. I got him at 35 to 1. He's down to 28. Take Bryson DeChambeau with his game at the Masters now. This guy's the real deal. I'm telling you, it'll go down to 15 to 1 by the time the tournament starts. Brooks Kepka. Brooks Kepka is the third choice uh, right now. And uh, Kepka's lurking. Three shots back. He's nine under yeah. uh, right now. But DeChambeau is a top 10 machine, guys. Five of the last six tournaments that he's entered, he's been top 10. He's currently right now in second place. We talked about it. We said, no, it's not a ton of value, but it is plus 175. Game time decisions continues. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com.